Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys, welcome to episode 35. This is a difficult subject to talk about and I decided to tackle it head on because there is no one really talking about feminine hygiene products, how we make good choices. Everyone wants to talk about skincare and uh, organic and not tested on animals and these subjects which are really prevalent at the moment. What about feminine hygiene products and what about the fact if you've got young daughters or you're just a woman and you have to go in the store every month and buy these products, how do you know you're actually making safe purchases and you're following brands that practice what they preach? It's a real privilege to be able to interview Mia from Million More and Moxie Organics, who started this company at the age of 21. I really wanted to make a difference. She's making huge impact in the lives of young girls in Uganda now, with over 6,500 girls able to go to school because of the Pads for Pads initiative. She's also creating products that you can see on your supermarket shelves that are packaged, presented, and made with a totally fresh perspective on um, one of those subjects that just isn't talked about. So, I hope you enjoy this podcast today. Man, I know you guys, if you're listening, you're like, Nikki, what on earth are you talking about? Where's my fitness tips and my goal-setting tips and and my things to keep me motivated this week? But I really wanted to address an issue that really doesn't get discussed much and also address it with the most lovely person who's got a fresh intake and a fresh perspective about looking at this industry and educating you guys on how you can make great purchases and good decisions as a consumer for what products you're putting Um, on your body and also that you have on a day-to-day basis and the impact that has on the environment. Enjoy this podcast. As usual, you can leave some notes for me in the show notes at the end on the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 35. I look forward to introducing you to Mia and I'll catch up with you at the end. Hi, uh, well, Mia, I welcome you to the Vitality Coach podcast and thank you so much for having me in the HQ of Moxie and Moxie Organic. So, ladies and gentlemen, I really have the pleasure today of sitting together with Mia, the founder and CEO, and a little bit of an entrepreneur as well as an innovator in a very amazingly cluttered world. So, Mia, thank you so much for joining me. We've got two wonderful interviews to do today, and we're going to kick off with, I think, the first one is a little bit about you. Well, um, where do I start? Thank you for such a such a lovely intro, and, and thank you for coming. It's um it's really really great great to chat to you. I um I'm from Melbourne, I'm born and raised in Melbourne. I studied a bachelor of marketing at university, which goodness was over ten years ago now, quite a long time ago. And partway through my studies, whilst I was doing some work experience actually in new product development, I had this crazy idea to put tampons in tins. And it really stemmed from a from a yeah what was a crazy idea um, to make something a bit more functional that was perhaps not as functional as I thought it could be. Not only that, current offerings were you know a bit unfeminine, and I thought, well, gee, this is an area that I think I could really have a go at. So gave it a go, and that was a good ten years ago, and here I am. So business is based in based in Melbourne. Um, yeah, it's it's been a really challenging, but incredible ride along the way and I'm um, really fortunate to, to love what I do. 
And I think the first um, the first part of the series together, I'd like to focus on the product because uh, it's an easy place for us to start before we start talking about the sweet spot between work-life balance mm -hmm. and how you can manage vision with practicality of day-to-day -day stuff. So, um, you know, Moxie Organics is in a market that's uh, dominated by large FMCG and consumer mm -hmm. brands. And if you're a woman, you're watching this, um, you know, we are talking about tampons and feminine hygiene. And the reason that I'm here talking to Mia is because she decided to take a stand and make a difference. And I'm really interested in sharing your vision mm -hmm. uh, with our listeners and our readers um, on, A, the importance of being informed. So what would you say are the three biggest challenges when, when women go into these the sort of arena of products at the moment and they have a choice and they're in the supermarket and you've got all the different brands out there as well. You've got the new cotton um, organic mm -hmm. brand as well. What would you say the three biggest challenges as a, a person putting a product on the marketplace are to get your message across to consumers? Look, it's, it's, a, it's a really good question and it's something I definitely struggled with, I guess, as a woman and, but also as a customer buying these sorts of products. And, and that was a huge motivator in me even just starting the business because I recognised that there were some really fundamental issues within this category that weren't necessarily being addressed. So there's a lot of choice, obviously. There's sort of no shortage of choice, but it can be really difficult to identify the product or the brand um, that's, that's right for you. So that's definitely a challenge and something that we really try and make easy for women. So just little things like really clearly colour coding, each product and each you know size by absorbency really makes a difference because you don't want to spend too much time you know in that aisle. Um, the other is I guess the, the question of whether to go down a cotton organic um, you know route or a, or a non cotton organic route, so um, more conventional type product which is which are made from rayon. And each have got their benefits. Um, rayon products are traditionally um, more used because rayon is a it's a cheaper material, so it allows um, a really accessible price point for the products, and it is a really really efficient material. Um, cotton organic is something new, and we're seeing a seeing a greater trend towards that now. Um, and you know, women are simply use it, uh, preferring to use cotton organic products, or some are. So just about you know figuring out which is which is best for you can also be quite challenging. Um, and and the third thing I would say is. Um, just even which, which absorbency to choose. A lot of women get stuck, funnily enough, and this is something that we talk to our customers about all the time, is just ensuring that you choose the right, the right product that's best suited to your body um, and best suited to your flow. Exactly. So I think I want to come back to one of the first points. Is consumers don't even consider the fact that there are alternatives in the market. So price isn't always... Um, the defining point when you're thinking about putting something on your body or in your body. And I think at the moment we've just been driven by marketing and messages of people running along the beach being happy and healthy, which is a mismarketing of putting synthetic products and things uh, anywhere near our bodies and in our bodies. So first and foremost, the, the thing which drew me to your brand was a commitment to providing a healthier solution for healthcare for women. And no one's really questioned that before, we've just kept taking information that was marketed to us. But actually, isn't there a fundamental health risk using synthetic products all the time in your body? Look, to be honest, not that we know of, no. Um, we haven't really found any hard scientific evidence to support that. Um, as yet, there is definitely a perception um, that that is the case. But really, particularly with tampons, they're so heavily regulated, particularly in Australia, and we, we are very, very fortunate 
um, you know, to be in a country that really regulates these kinds of products, um, you know, so stringently. Um, and so all tampons, whether um, you know, synthetic or, or otherwise, are actually regulated by the very same strict standards, and they have to meet very, um, you know, strict tests for them in order for them to be sold in the market. So, um, so look, really, I think it just does come down to choice. Okay. Um, we haven't really found anything that's hard enough to say that one's better than the other. But the benefit, really, with with organic cotton is that it's it's really great for the environment. Well, it's much much better than for the environment than conventional cotton, which yeah. is a really heavily sprayed um, and and heavily irrigated crop. So it takes a lot of water to, to make conventional cotton grow, which isn't great for the environment. So organic cotton is is um, lost a lot less sort of, you know, taxing on, on our resources as well. And was that one of the key pillars when you developed Moxie, that you had to have a social commitment or a conscious living commitment Definitely. for the environment? Yeah. And where did that come from for Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Um, look, I just think it's... It's just something that's sort of fundamental to my being. I think it's just one of my, you know, personal values and beliefs that I like to live by, and I like to live, you know, as consciously as I can. And and everyone has different choices and makes different choices. And and that was really important for me when starting the business was just to provide, you know, women with that choice. And, and ultimately, it is it is based on my values, and I think that's something that's really important. And I feel like it's you know partly my role, um, you know, as a as a you know young entrepreneur, I guess to um, to provide a platform for for people to be able to yeah. support yeah you know the things that they believe in and yeah one of those things for me is definitely sustainability. So our packaging is you know really carefully crafted. So all of our outer packaging is one hundred percent recyclable. We use reusable tins as well that can either be refilled or used for other things like storing you know knickknacks and things like that. So, um, you know, previously there was very much this kind of throwaway mentality in the category and a lot of products are still wrapped in plastic. Um, even some of the more sort of, you know, natural, mm-hmm. naturally positioned products are still very heavily wrapped in plastic, which, you know, is not very sustainable. So we definitely make a point of, of keeping that in mind whenever we're developing anything new. Definitely. And with your commitment to sustainability and wanting to make a difference but also have a company that's going to be profitable and yeah. get into supermarkets... I can imagine that you've had to like shoot through some boundaries and Definitely. you've had so you know anyone else that's out there and and while we're still on the consumer kind of angle I think how could we educate consumers to say here's three things you could ask yourself as you're walking down that aisle mm-hmm. to say you know this is the right product for me because you obviously thought about that when you're developing your products definitely and yeah. we'll come back to the the challenges of going organic and from a production yeah. point of view but yeah. from a consumer point of view what are three key questions consumers mm-hmm. can ask themselves to make a good decision um, I would say the first would be um, I guess in a more sort of general sense would be just to think about uh, you know, think about the brand or the brands that they're looking at or considering, um, you know, in- investing in, so to speak, and just to think about what those brands stand for and whether they resonate with, with the values and the ethics of that brand. So I think that's really important. So looking at things like the packaging, whether or not the products are tested on animals. So it's another really important thing for mm-hmm. us. We don't test on animals at all. We, we, we test on people. Yeah. <laughs> um, very safely, of course. Um, so that that's a really good one is to to think about the ethics behind some products and some businesses and brands and what they stand for and whether you're comfortable with that and whether you're comfortable spending your dollar um, you know supporting a, a brand or a business mm-hmm. in that respect. Um, the the second thing um, would probably be, as I mentioned earlier, is to to really ensure that you're um you're choosing the right absorbency for your flow. So obviously there's a there's a lot of um, 
talk around toxic shock syndrome, which is, you know, incredibly rare, and, and I'm not a doctor, so, you know, yeah. I can't comment too, too much, but um, it is a very, very, very rare illness, but, you know, it, it can occur um, due to factors like yeah, exactly. not using the right absorption. And that's yeah. more so related to tampons. Um, men and, and children are also susceptible to, to TSS as well. It's basically, um, you know, it's like a bacterial sort of infection. Um, but it's really important to choose the right tampon absorbency for your flow. So you could say, well, I'm going to buy um, a couple of super normal mm -hmm. and then light, and it can go through that time. That yeah, and in, after it's you know, changed. Cycle. So exactly. So That's just right. have a few things on hand and exactly. know your body. So that you know you're probably body. just saying when you're out there, you don't listen to what anyone else is telling you. You know your body better than anyone, yeah. and find products and try products out. Yeah. So you can. The good thing about Moxie and other brands, you can just buy a small package. It's not a huge investment. That's right. You can see it's, what you like. Exactly. So. Exactly. It's a small, you know, um, low involvement sort of purchase, but it is super important to, you know, not necessarily buy what your friends are buying. In that yeah. instance, you've got to pick the one that you think's right for you. So that's definitely key. Um, and the third one would be. Um, was probably I'd say don't always be swayed by price mm. because if it's more expensive it doesn't necessarily mean it's better and if it's really cheap it doesn't necessarily mean it's poor quality either as I said you know tampons particularly are quite heavily regulated so they will have to meet a, a strict standard um, but that said you know don't be don't be afraid to spoil yourself it can be a really tough time for women this time of the month and so I think we deserve to have some nice products. Yeah, exactly. Nice and so it is products, an investment so. as well. I mean, yeah. every month you're, you're buying the thing. And the one other thing I think, if you've got young daughters out there as well, uh, I think there is a bit of a taboo secret sort of like on the hush subject. And if you're an active woman or there's all these things which are around having to, and I think the tins and the design and the feminine style that you've brought to the brand, and I'm sure you carry this through everything you do in your life, have really been reflected and they make it fun for that conversation to be had. Yeah. So if, imagine, you know, when we were younger and we got given sort of, oh, welcome to this part of the world now, but now you can give these beautiful tins yeah. and it's fun and it's kind of a little bit, at least it's got something special aligned with it. It's a bit less confronting <laughs> too. And, and you know, I was really young when I started the business. I was I was 21 um, and and it was still really embarrassing for me. It was not really the sort of topic that I talked a lot about with my girlfriends um, or with my mum. And I've got great relationships with all those women in my life, but it's just not really something we ever talked about. And, you know, and I wondered why. And I think a lot of it stemmed from um, the fact that, even the products themselves were quite embarrassing yeah. and sort of quite daggy and you know, these big remember, boxes as yeah, well. Yeah, and these yeah. really thick pads and you know, <laughs> technology's come a long way. Yeah. Um, but just a lot, there are a lot of misconceptions, you know, um, around these these sorts of products. But even, you know, the advertising has been deemed to be quite, you know, yeah. quite embarrassing. We're moving out of that a little bit now I think as we well. are, which yeah. is really refreshing. Yeah. But look, it's, it's, it's tough work, but, you know, it's really up to us. Um, you know, as you know, businesses in the industry, it's it's really up to us to, to facilitate that and try and open up that conversation and make it less confronting for young girls. And we're really, really trying hard to work towards that. And a way that we're doing that is via our Pads for Pads initiative, Ooh. which um, which basically um, supports schoolgirls in Uganda with reusable menstrual products who otherwise miss school because they exactly. can't manage their periods. Yeah. And so being able to educate girls in Australia on the importance of good menstrual management not only helps us to educate girls here, but 
girls that really, really need our support in other parts of the world as well. So that's been a really good way to, to open up that conversation in a non-threatening way and perhaps a less embarrassing way than just going in and talking about, you know, how to use a, a tampon or a pad or whatever else, which can be a bit, a bit embarrassing for a young girl. Yeah. So just tailoring the message and, and um, just talking about it more openly and in a, just, just in a different way. And in yeah. a way that's really authentic. So yeah. and I think you bring that yeah. to the brand. So, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this, um, and guys, you're probably not listening to this podcast. You're probably <laughs> tuned out by now. So just have pity on your woman. I know that it's uh, you blame it to be that time of the month, or whatever else. But I think that it's a huge market, um, and it's all about how can we educate consumers to make great decisions and be for themselves, mm-hmm. and also follow innovators like yourself that are blending personal values with their brand. So you know that what you do at home and what you believe in, you're putting through and you're giving back. So not Absolutely. only here with your products on shelf, but also with your giving back to Uganda program. Yeah. And how can people get involved with that? Like, is it just part of the purchase that that's happened or can it they is. provide more or can no, they... it is. We, look, we wanted to keep it really, really simple. And, you know, we understand um, that uh, there, are, there are so many, um, you know, initiatives out there and, and charities and a lot of people in need and, and we do our best to support as much as we can, but the reality is that we can't necessarily support all the things that we want to. And so we wanted just to make it really, really easy you know, for our for our customers um, to, to participate and to support something with such a huge positive impact. Um, and so we basically just use a portion of our profits made from the sale of our pattern liner products mm-hmm. to fund the manufacture of reusable, sustainable products in Uganda and then they're the products that we donate. So it's, you know, women of Australia simply supporting the, the initiative through their consumer choices. Exactly. Yeah, which, which, you know, I yeah. feel like we really should have the power to do that. We shouldn't necessarily have to, um, you know, you know, pay extra or pay more for some, something. So we're not fundraising as such. It's yeah. just we're part taking of part of those, yeah, t- taking part of those profits and, and just redistributing them in a meaningful way that's really important to us. So what next for you product-wise is coming up? Are there any hot things to look out for or is it exciting times for you? Are you just consolidating? Yeah. Like where are you at? We are a bit. Look, it's always exciting and I'm, you know, I, I can't sit still and my friends are always, you know, would always, would always say that, that I'm just, I'm always ticking and I, and I can't switch off. So look, there's definitely a lot of ideas there, but, but look, we've just launched our organics product, which, um, which is really exciting. And so, um, so we're in, um, you know, Coles and Priceline Chemist Warehouse at the moment. So we're just really working on, you know, expanding distribution and just getting the message out there as well about the product, um, because it is a really great product. It's, it's not priced at a, a really high premium, which, a lot of organic products in this area are, which makes them really inaccessible to the mass market. So we wanted to provide something that was at an accessible price point. So that's that's a big challenge at the moment. So we're really working through that. And the other thing is just the Pads for Pads initiative. It's it's really grown and we've since we launched about a year ago, we've supported nearly six and a half thousand wow. um, Ugandan girls. So um, so it's really it's it's incredible the impact that we've been able to make collectively. Um, on the lives of these young girls. So that's definitely a focus for us as well. And what's um, the difference between your classic Roxy range and the new organics range that's yeah. come out? Yeah. So our so well both both actually come in the trademark um, tins, recyclable yeah. and reusable yeah, exactly. tins, which is really important as well because there's definitely this, you know, need to have something that's gonna stay closed in your bag and not roll around or get damaged. Or um, pop out somewhere. Or pop which yeah. it always does. <laughs> like Murphy's or it always happens, yeah. doesn't it? When you least expect it to. Um, so they're, they're sort of similar in terms of functionality and obviously they're, they're just as good as each other in terms of quality. 
Uh, one is made from organic cotton, um, and the other is made from um, rayon, yeah. which, as I said earlier, it's a really efficient material. It's cheaper, which means that yeah. the price point can come down. And as I also mentioned, we, we dermatologically test both products um, on people, and they're both hypoallergenic, so not deemed to cause any sort of allergies or reactions, which is really important too. So we're really, really, you know, conscious about the materials that we use and, um, and, and our suppliers and the whole the yeah. process and everything. Um, so the organic product is obviously it's Australian certified organic, which is really important. So it means that the Australian organic industry recognises that every part of our process meets their very strict standards, which is very important for an organic product. You want to look for that little yeah, logo. Not, all, not all organics are created equal as what we'll come on to in a moment as well. Yeah, not, that, not necessarily. You know? Yes, yeah, exactly. So look, with, with both products, um, they're just made from different materials. Um, the classics are a little bit cheaper, mm -hmm. slightly cheaper price point, but as I mentioned, the organics are a bit more accessible, I guess, in the organic space than, than um, what's previously been offered. So why do you think that more people are not going down the road of not testing on animals? Is it, you know, what is the barrier to larger companies just giving up testing on animals and just testing on humans? Like, I don't understand now with this movement and everything else, you've made a conscious decision to do that, but you don't necessarily have the not tested animals symbol on the back of your packet. So it's very consume, uh, confusing for consumers. Yeah. So on the first um, thing, why do you think not as many companies as should be mm. are not taking that route to say, you know what, we're against animal testing, our products are for people, we're going to test on people. What do you yeah. think the barriers are for companies to do that? So that's a really interesting question. And, and to be honest, it baffles me sometimes too because I think in this day and age, you know, technology has come such a long way that, you know, it is a lot safer to test on people as well. You know, mm. we can do a lot of preliminary testing before we even need to get to, to that phase of, you know, more aggressive testing. Um, so, I mean, look, I just think we're we're so much more conscious, and this whole mm -hmm. conscious living yeah. thing um, is really important now. And I just, you know, I can't really see any reason why we would need to, why we would need we would need to be testing on animals. Yeah. I, I think, think it's, it's an interesting discussion. Isn't it, it? It's a really interesting discussion. And look, I can't speak for some no. of these larger organisations that do it. I don't, I don't really understand their processes mm -hmm. as such. Um, but look, I wonder if perhaps it's just a case of. Well, we've always done it this way and no one's pulled us up on it yet, so this is how we do business. And, look, I think eventually their, their customers will tell them that it's not something they agree with. And, and that's the customers will dictate. If you're not sure, you've got to go and do your research and check online. So, yeah. for example, not every brand is going to buy the against animal testing symbol. Sometimes the bunny will be on there, but it might be backwards, which means to say yeah. that they've just stuck it on there anyway. Yeah. So uh, you've got that information on your website. Yeah, and feel free to ask us. Yeah, And, exactly. and same goes with any, any product that you purchase. If you're unsure, contact the company and, you know, we're... We're completely transparent, you know, with our customers. So anything they want to ask, you know, you know, please do, you know, write in and ask us. And that's a really important one because, um, yeah, that's not something that's on our pack at the moment, but it is something really, really important to the business. And would um, it cost more to put it on the pack? Like, is it a strategic decision to have to buy that trait that mark? Yeah, possibly. Or? Yeah, possibly. Because yeah, if, if you, that can you write it on there and then they can go to the yeah, website probably. or something? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So look, that's something we'll something certainly work towards. Yeah. But when yeah. you're interested in product, you've got to do your research anyway. Definitely. Consumers that are that are starting to think like that. So I think my challenge is to listeners and everything else is don't just be on autopilot. Take 
conscious accountability for great mm -hmm. decisions, choose the products that you love, align with brands, as, as mm -hmm. um, Mia's just said, find brands that resonate with you. Yeah. You're going to put money out and into something else. Make sure it's a brand that you're building that has the same values and the yeah. same commitment through and through. So not just marketing it, but really living and practicing what they preach. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's going to get back to you if you've got questions as well. And yeah. and all these topics, they should be fun. They shouldn't be scary. Mm -hmm. Um, well, you know, they're real. They're real. They're exactly. Real. We can't and, hide from them. So yeah, and and you know, we most of us will experience you know these things at some point in our lives. So I think it's really important for us to be able to talk about it and open up that discussion and not be so embarrassed about it. Yeah, and I don't think as well. One of the interesting things that I get a lot of people asking me quietly when I run treats is, "Can I exercise yeah. in the middle of my period?" Or yeah. I don't know what to use. Or and you know what, I've been doing triathlons and swimming and doing all sorts of things Amazing. for for years and years. I think it's about how comfortable you feel, but there are products out there now that make your life completely seamless, mm -hmm. no matter what stage of the month. And I know it sounds like an initial, yeah. but actually it's true. It's, it's true. These, it's the products have come a long way yeah. now. So if you were to say you've got like um, some smart, savvy, active ladies and everything else, they're going to the supermarket, what top two products or three products mm -hmm. would you say if you were going to buy a month's supply yeah. ready for whatever could happen, yeah. what would your favourite products be in your range? Oh, I would say personally, and I'll give you my, yeah, my top three hit list at the moment, um, I'm, I'm loving our, our regular organics tampons. They come in super as well, but again, it's dependent on your flow, so yeah. really important to buy the right, right absorbency. Um, but I love the regular organics. I love even the tins. They've got a really nice matte finish and they just look super cute. So I, I, love do, I do really love the, the, um, the organic tampons. Um, but then I keep sleepovers pads for nighttime. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you shouldn't really use tampons at night. Um, and that's really just because you may oversleep and leave it in for too long. So it's best to use pads overnight. And the sleepovers are great because they're super thin um, but really comfortable. Super, super absorbent as well. So you're not really going to feel that they're there. And, you know, none of this sort of, you know, thick surfboard type, <laughs> type feeling. So, um, so the sleepovers are really, really great. Super comfy. I love them. Um, and the other product is our um, scanty panty liners, which is great for every other day of the month. Yeah. So it's just super thin, super duper thin, yeah. not absorbent, but just you know it makes you makes you feel a bit clean and fresh during the day. So if I've got a really big day ahead, I'm at work, and then I'm going out at night, and I won't necessarily get time to go home and have a shower or freshen up. You know, just you know pop a liner in, or just change it throughout the day, and yeah, you're good to go. So they're a really great one, and they're they're actually a really great product um, as well for for much younger girls that perhaps are not necessarily um, yet you know getting a period, but Prepare, just preparing them for that. It's a really sort of a uh, training area. It is training a training. It's a great <laughs> training wheels for getting yeah, prepared. Yeah. yeah. So I know a yeah. lot of young girls that have that have done, it, and a lot of mums that are buying that product for their for their girls, because it looks you know it looks cute. It comes in the little tin. No one knows what's inside it, but the product is really discreet. It's very very thin, and it just gets them used to wearing something. Um, and into the habit of, of changing something as well. So, so that's another really good one. Yeah, and, I and that's think, good for any other day. So. I, I, I love that. And I think it's like, you know, we're talking we're talking about a tough subject with a soft yeah, touch. And yeah. I think to me that's what Moxie is about. Like, And I think if we can encourage people to look a little bit outside just mm -hmm. the shoving it in the supermarket basket and rushing off and hiding it and yeah. just being totally aware of what the choices are out there and everything else and having a bit of a feminine touch about everything. Yeah. You can yeah. be sporty and busy and dynamic, Absolutely. but you still can be feminine. Absolutely. I don't think we have to just throw that out to no. be efficient. No, it's that's spot on. And and it's about the balance. Yeah. Creating that balance. So it's you know, for us when we when we created Moxie, it wasn't necessarily about, you know, wanting to shout about it from the rooftops because Yeah, who would 
Exactly. Would, yeah. You know, yeah. You've got to be realistic. You've got right? to be realistic, right? So so there's that side of it. But then on the flip side, we're like, well, hang on, but we shouldn't necessarily be really embarrassed about it mm-hmm. either. And and part of that came down to just having a product that, that looks really nice and looks feminine and is beautifully packaged and it looks just as nice as all the other things that we like to carry in our handbags. Yeah. You know, why shouldn't it? This is the one product we pretty much need to carry all the time, you know, just in case. You never know when it's going to strike sometimes. Um, and so, you know, why shouldn't it look feminine? So it's that it's that balance between not necessarily yelling about it, but we're not, we're not embarrassed about it either. Like, if you find it in my bag, I don't mind because it's kind of cute. And we've been even having a drink yet. I know. Yeah. Imagine. I know. Next time so, I'm hooking up champagne. Um, I'm, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> So, you know what, funny enough, let's leave that in because what happens is it's only till um, when I'm coaching, whatever else, people have a glass of champagne, they start to open up about these topics. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> or they'll start to talk about pretty invasive topics and yeah. I'm like, I'm far too prude for that, to be honest. So I think it does come down to conscious choice. And the one yeah. thing I do want to say, and I know this is a serious slant and we could we could take it completely somewhere different. Um <laughs> But out of the bedroom and into the supermarkets, I believe people are getting scaremongered, they're reading headlines, they're not doing their personal research. And my whole mission with this whole podcast series and to sit by wonderful entrepreneurial innovative people like yourself is to educate consumers and say, you are empowered to make the right decisions. Go online and do your research, try products yeah. and see what's right for you. Absolutely. And don't be scared to ask the questions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, why are we not asking more questions yeah. as consumers? Why are we just downloading stuff that's fed to us yeah. and not saying, hold on a second, does that resonate with me? Mm. Is that really true? Yeah. So don't believe everything you read. Do your own research. Sure. Um, and also, if you are at all interested in conscious living, it doesn't mean that you can't have a glass of champagne every now and then to be fit and healthy. It doesn't mean that you... Yeah. You know, you can't buy products that are rayon versus mm-hmm. cotton. You've just got to know what where the brand comes from, where the product comes from, and make a great decision. Yeah. It's a choice. Yeah, and just think about the things that are important to you and what your personal values are and what your beliefs are and the impact on those, you know, on the environment around you. So really everything that we do has some sort of impact on someone or something. So, yeah, really it's just about choosing which of those are the most important to you and, and living your life accordingly. And it really... You know, we're fortunate in a country, you know, like Australia, that we do have a lot of choice. Yeah, we do have um, a lot of choice. So, you know, use those choices yeah. to make some really powerful, powerful, you know, impacts. And I know that from my American audience and those overseas as well, it's definitely a different marketplace when it comes to pharmaceutical products and things like that. You're really bombarded with things, but exactly the same applies. Yeah, think about conscious living choices. Think about personal choice as well, not only for a price product, but also your own needs and also have confidence. Have confidence in your purchase decision. Have confidence in the products that you choose. You don't have to justify it to anyone. That, yeah. Right? You've got to do what's right for you at the end of the day. And that may not be right for someone else, but you, you, you know, you've got to live by your own values and, and do what works best for you. Exactly. And that's one of the key things I can't wait to discuss with you on our next, our next interview together is really how the mission of you can create the life you want. And that comes right back down to making product choices and not just being bombarded, but also how we take conscious living as we do in a business and do tips in our day-to-day lives just as general people as well. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you about that. Likewise. And where can people find more information on Moxie? So we've got a really great website, moxie.com.au, really simple. There's a lot of great product information on there. talks a lot about our company and how we started, but also really goes into detail about our products. Um, and also our Facebook page as well, backslash Moxie Powder Room. 
And that's M-O-X-I-E. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, are you in the States and New Zealand in different markets, or is it just Australia at the moment? Uh, we do export. We're, um, we're in the US in a small way at the moment, um, working on it, so hopefully we'll be back again soon. But, um, but we do export a bit. We're, um, we're available throughout Europe, so we're in Greece and the UK. Um, we're throughout the Middle East as well, which is really exciting, um, and always working on new markets. So we've just launched in Taiwan. Oh, fantastic. So, um, so yeah, Moxie's it's, it's getting out there slowly but surely. But, but yeah, stay tuned. All that information as well gets um, gets regularly updated on the website. So we'll put links on the show notes. So vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 36. And, you know, as well as the links for Moxie, their Facebook page, markets that they're in, and just some of the common tips on how you can choose great products, some top tips from Mia on what to do when you're walking down that aisle and you're making good choices, the difference and some links between what truly organic certified really means, and there'll be a previous article link on what I wrote about that organic fat or fad previously on my blog, and and some other fun links that we think you'll enjoy as well. I'm going to chat with Mia and put some hot links on there, some favorite places she likes to shop and hang out when she's traveling. Right. Um, so <laughs> anything else you want to add? I'm sure you've got more questions for me, so... <laughs> Yeah, this is just the beginning. So thank you so much for this first part um, to talk about the new organics range. I know that I really appreciated trying the product out and I'm hooked. It matches all my values, especially not testing on animals. Um, it's a very, it's probably the priority um, choice for me at the moment before anything else. And that definitely hones down the number of products available. So yeah, fantastic. Thanks for, for having me in HQ. Thank you. Thanks for coming. You're welcome anytime. With champagne next time. With champagne. <laughs> so, and we hope you've enjoyed this, um, this, guys. I know that it's a little bit left field, but it should inspire you to think differently. It should give you information on how to choose great choices for what is organic, what isn't, and to think that every little thing you do can make a difference, not only in the life of yours, but it can impact something else. So until next time, Mia, thanks so much. Thank you. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed this, another podcast, and I'm sure it's a topic which some of you had to switch off from and others of you were fixated on it. It's not something we discuss often and I want to thank Mia for her time and her candid answering of all these great questions to be more informed, especially as women as we walk down the supermarket aisle and make choices of what we use, put in and on our bodies. So I really enjoyed having conversation at the HQ of Moxie Organics from Millie and Moore. They're really doing some innovative work. They're trying to create a personal experience and provide a really, really practical guide to how women of all ages can start to feel fantastic and be more comfortable with this sort of area. So hopefully you can encourage some great conversations, get more informed and make decisions that are going to be best suited to your personal needs. If you want more information on the Pads for Pads initiative and how Millie and more help the young women in Uganda, the links will be on my show notes, thevitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 35. Um, as always, you know what I always like to say, thank you to those of you that do leave really great reviews or perhaps just want to uh, leave me a note. And I just want to say, Greg Clark, you know, since I met you in Nomotu, when you're a journalist on there, you've always kept in touch. And thanks so much for listening to my podcast. And thanks for the last um, comment where you sent me a little note about enjoying the last post and everything else. Uh, those sort of little comments are really great, Greg. So thank you very much. I hope you're well. I hope you're enjoying life and you're off on assignment somewhere and still trying to find balance with that work-life balance, eating healthy and working out when you can. So thanks to Greg Clark for his great review. And coming up next week on the TVC 
podcast episode 36, I'll be talking abundance, why health is your wealth. So in that episode, I'm going to give you my five top reasons why we need to focus more on building our own vitality balance just as much as our bank balance. I can't wait to get back to you then. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Mia and talking Moxie Organics and how you can make great choices. All the show notes and links will be on the vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 35 and don't forget I'd love to hear from you if you do leave me a review please do so on iTunes share this podcast if you're in a company and health and wellness is a priority for you guys please this podcast is free share it with your colleagues and everything else the more people we can encourage to create the life they want take accountability and start feeling fantastic the better so until next time guys I'm signing out from Mount Coulomb in the Sunshine Coast Australia and I look forward to tuning in with you on next week's podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.